You're listening to the Career Reset Podcast, episode number eight. Welcome to the Career Reset Podcast, your one-stop shop for creating a want-to career that gives you meaning and purpose and still pays the bills. So if you're ready for the ultimate mashup of life coaching and career management, stick around because you're in the right place. So let's get started. I'm your host, former corporate lifer turned founder and CEO, Mel Savage. Well, hello there. It's so great to have you back. You're listening to the Career Reset Podcast. And today we're talking about LinkedIn. And I don't know about you, but I have a love-hate relationship with LinkedIn that I'm trying to repair. Uh, LinkedIn is the portal for creating career connections, and you need to be on it. There's just no two ways about it. There's no other service out there that comes close to what LinkedIn does in terms of providing an overview of who you are, what you can do, and providing you a channel to create really meaningful connections, okay? And to help you find new connections that you need to find in your career. So LinkedIn is a pretty lucrative tool if you wanna use it that way. It's gonna help you build your career outside of your current organization. And if you've listened to me at all so far, you know that I'm very passionate about every single person having a career plan that goes beyond their current organization. And LinkedIn is a great channel for you expanding your connections outside of where you work right now. And to that end, LinkedIn is good for so many things, right? Beyond the profile, but the profile is the foundation, right? So if you haven't looked at your profile for a while, then this is going to be the podcast for you because LinkedIn is always changing. You need to keep looking at your profile. It doesn't mean you have to deep dive into your profile every month, but I would say personally, Every quarter or so, you want to check in on your profile and see if there's opportunity to add value to it, okay, beyond the other things that you can do on LinkedIn. And I'll be honest, even though I'm giving you that advice, I'm not the best at LinkedIn. Although I will say I have changed my profile probably twice already this year, and I'm ready for another change. So my profile right now is okay. Okay, it's good, but I know there's a lot of room for improvement. So I am bringing in an expert today to help us out. Okay, someone who really knows LinkedIn inside and out. And my guest today is Karen Yankovic, who is a social media strategist and really a LinkedIn expert. In fact, I would say she is someone who is more passionate about LinkedIn than anyone I've ever met. She actually calls herself a LinkedIn evangelist, okay? And when you listen to this episode, you will see why she calls herself that because, yeah, she is an evangelist. She is super passionate about LinkedIn and everything it can do to help you with your career and your business. She herself has built a multi-six-figure business by focusing in specifically on how LinkedIn can help people grow their businesses. And obviously she's used it to help her grow hers. She's also the host of the podcast, Good Girls Get Rich, 
and how people can use LinkedIn to help grow their own businesses. So if you like what you hear today and you want to connect with her podcast, then go check it out in the show notes at thecareerreset.com forward slash zero eight. I will put a link in there for you to her podcast and to her website. But there's also another really big, exciting opportunity for you. If you're someone who is struggling with your profile, then you absolutely want to check out the show notes because Karen is offering a free five-day LinkedIn profile challenge. And the link for that challenge is in the show notes. The URL itself is linkedinprofilechallenge.com and you should absolutely check that out. But that's not even the biggest opportunity by listening to this podcast. At the end of the podcast, Karen and I were talking about the importance of really looking at your profile. And she actually said, if you want to reach out to her for feedback and you mention that you heard about her on this podcast, she has committed to looking at your profile and giving you some feedback. Okay. And that is a great free opportunity. So one, check out the show notes, link to her podcast. Check out the show notes, sign up for her five-day free LinkedIn profile challenge. And number three, make sure you send her your LinkedIn profile with the link and tell her that you heard about her on the Career Reset podcast, because then she said she's going to be committed to taking a look and helping you out. Okay. That is a really big deal. Definitely take advantage of that. And I got to tell you, I certainly took advantage of our conversation because based on this discussion with Karen, I'm completely revamping my LinkedIn profile, okay? There's always room for improvement. And I learned so much today that I'm definitely going in and making those improvements right away while they're fresh in my mind. Now, Karen and I really did cover a lot of territory in this podcast, so sit back, enjoy it. And if you want a synopsis, then again, head over to the show notes. I'm going to do a quick synopsis of the key takeaways from the podcast. Okay. So enough of the preamble. Let's get to the interview. All right. So welcome, Karen. It's great to have you here. Thanks for joining us on this podcast today. I'm so excited to be here today. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm so excited that you're here because I could use some LinkedIn help too. And I know a lot of mine <laughs> is good. And I feel so lucky to have you here today. So maybe well, that's what I love to talk about. Any chance I have to talk about it. I'm, anytime somebody hands me a microphone and says, let's talk about LinkedIn. I'm I, usually there. That's, that's amazing that you niche down right just to LinkedIn. There's so much there to be able to leverage right on LinkedIn. You know what? It's you're right. Um, but I will say that really that's I mean, if we can dive right in, that's really sure. one of the biggest um, that, that's really one of my biggest uh, one of the things I, I really talk to people about most is niching in. Right. Because if like if somebody's looking for, say, a social media speaker, 200 names get thrown out. Right. But if somebody's saying I'm looking for looking for a LinkedIn speaker, 10 people say you need to call Karen. And yeah. that is the beauty of niching down, even on LinkedIn. And it's not just a LinkedIn thing, it's a digital mm -hmm. marketing thing, but, yeah. but even more so on LinkedIn, niching is really one of the ways that you can really very quickly grow your credibility and your income and your profitability. Right. right. No, it's really, really great advice. And it's something I know that a lot of entrepreneurs, particularly online entrepreneurs struggle with as well. And of course, that really 
helps you when you're niching down to get really specific on your LinkedIn profile as well, right? Exactly. Exactly. But, and again, you know, don't be afraid to do that because for every person, for example, that might think you're not for them because you niched down and now they're not in your world. Yeah. Five people are going to say, oh my gosh, I've been waiting for that and reach out to you. <laughs> so for yeah. every person you lose, you're going to get five more. You know, I use realtors as an example. Like if yeah. you're a realtor and you know, you're a realtor, just a realtor, like there's 30 in your town. If somebody comes to me and says, I need a realtor, I have 30 people. I probably know 20 of them, right? And I, I don't know who to give yeah. them to. But if I know that you specialize in helping people get into their first home, like mm-hmm. first home buyers, then I'm going to go, you know, if somebody says, you know, Karen, my son's looking to move into your town. Do you have a realtor recommendation? I'm going to be like, there's 20, 20 great realtors, but you know what? They need to call Sally because Sally specializes on first homeowners, right? Yeah. So that's what's going to make you stand out from everyone else. So that's like one of the first things that I think you need to think about when you're creating a great LinkedIn strategy as well. Yeah. And even it's not just for entrepreneurs. I would say even with your corporate career, people have being known for something and deciding what you want people to say about you and know about you when you're not in the room. I always say is one of the biggest things you need to decide for yourself when you're building your career. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the more you can niche down, frankly, the more money you're going to make because you become a specialist in that. You know, like, like if somebody's a doctor, you're making a lot of money. If somebody is a cardiologist, you're making uh, more money. You know what I mean? And if somebody's a heart surgeon, you're making even more money than that. But if you're yeah. a left ventricle specialist, you're killing it. You're driving, you're, you're driving a, you know, whatever, a, you know, a Maserati, right? So, a left ventricle specialist. I love it. Right. So that's you. We all want to be left ventricle specialists when we're creating our branding. Cause no matter whether we're looking for a job, whether, whether it's our career or clients, yeah. it is what, it is what makes us. And by the way, how cool is that? We have to stop when you can stop worrying about what happens with right ventricles, right? All right. you have to do now <laughs> is focus on like that's one right. thing. That's you know, right. Like, when I was a social media expert, like, oh my gosh, you have to keep up with Instagram and Twitter. Like you're just, you're like a jack of all trades, but you're not really that good now. When I, it is so nice to just say, oh my gosh, I have no idea what's going on with Instagram. You know, I could just focus on what's happening on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. And I would so much, it's such a, it's such a beautiful thing in my career as well. Yeah. And I would say to, just for the listeners to say, even if you don't know what that is today, it's okay to start a bit broader, but to always be thinking about how you want to niche down and where you want to specialize based on what makes you feel strong and what really you end up being excited about when you're doing it or when you're talking about it, for instance. I mean, I can certainly feel your excitement when you talk about LinkedIn. (laughs) <laughs> Good. Well, you know what? I'm so glad, but here's the thing. I can, I can, I can be so much more confident with it because I don't yeah. have to spread myself so thin. Yeah. Um, and I agree with you. And I, Mel and I would say too, like when you're starting to think about it, think about what is it that you talk about that? Like you, you, when somebody comes to you and asks you a question and you totally don't even want to answer it, like that's not your specialty. What yeah. is it that you're like, well, hold on, let's think about this, right? That's where I want you to be. Like what lights you up and start talking more about that and putting yourself like placing yourself in the, in the, in the aura of that, right. In the, in the world of that. And then you'll start to, you know, then you'll start to see, is that really what is my thing? And here's the beautiful thing. If it's not, you can change, right. There's no, it's not etched in stone anywhere. That's right. That's the beauty part. Now, like, so for LinkedIn, there are so many things you can do with this platform. And I know today we're going to talk about profiles, but maybe you could talk a little bit about just broadly beyond profiles. What are some things you can leverage LinkedIn for? 
Yeah. So when I, so, oh my gosh, you can leverage, leverage it for pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. But when I work with people, there's really, it's almost like a three pillar strategy. The first piece is the profile because mm-hmm. you do have to stand out from the crowd. You do have to show up differently than everybody else like you were, or you're just not going to get the gig. Right. But then the next piece of it is building your network proactively. You know, we're often very reactive. And as our influence grows and our visibility grows, of course, we're going to get more connection requests. And that's a, that's digital marketing at its finest. That's what right. we want to be happening. But at the same time, I want you to be proactively building your network. Who are 10 people? If you saw them on your calendar, you'd be dancing around your house saying, I cannot believe I get to talk to these people. Mm-hmm. I want you to be proactively reaching out and connecting to them. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the third piece of it is beyond that connection, getting actually getting on the phone with these people, mm-hmm. right? Actually put, get it, looking for opportunities to chat with them and talk to them. And, you know, it is, it is, um, so that's basically what you can do. But mm-hmm. but I think what people overlook when they think about LinkedIn, they look at it like it's a resume. And right. your resume is who you used to be, right? Your right. LinkedIn profile is who you are becoming. It's you're positioning yourself as the person you want to be, like dressed for the job you want, right? Like right. so so really thinking about that and creating like what do I want to be known as? Right. And what would light me up if like people started to think of me like this and start to step into that and start to do that work now. Right. Mm-hmm. And and even if you have to volunteer some of your time to be that person now, like start being that person. And that's that's really the biggest mindset shift that I think people need when they work when they're working on their LinkedIn profiles is to stop thinking it as something that's tactical and, and practical and, you know, all of the tests and start thinking about it as like an amazing resource that can not only have you positioned the way you want the world to right. see you, mm-hmm. but also, you know, have maybe be an open door to who knows, you know? Absolutely. To- and your career plan should, when I talk to my clients, I'm like, your career plan really needs to talk about what you want to be. What are you trying to yes. push yourself to be beyond your job right now? And that helps you expand outside of your nine to five, building connections, going out and doing things that you wouldn't normally do if you were just staying within the confines of your current job, right? And LinkedIn, to your exactly. point, is, is that as well. It's your opportunity to also yeah. do that and to amplify that. Yeah. And, you know, even when you're looking at it from a tactical standpoint, the experience section doesn't say jobs. This is experience. Mm-hmm. So if if there's something that you want to be and right now your job doesn't really support that, go volunteer and do it somewhere. Yeah. And, and now you can start talking about that, you know experience, maybe you're, maybe you're on the board of directors of a nonprofit that shows that people have, have confidence in you and that you have leadership ability. I want to see all that on LinkedIn. I want you to build the story behind all of the, the, I, the, the, you know, the companies and titles on your resume. That's what I want to see on your LinkedIn profile, because that makes you interesting and intriguing. And yeah. you want to do business with people that are interesting and intriguing. I love it. Okay. So let's come back to something you said. I love when we talked about, you know, your LinkedIn profile is who you want to be, not who you were in the past. Right. So a lot of my listeners are corporate type mm-hmm. people versus entrepreneurs, yep. although there are both. So yep. what do you see a lot on in terms of LinkedIn profiles? What are some of the opportunities that you see for people who are already in position and have a LinkedIn profile? 
So I think, first of all, people that are already in a position and have a LinkedIn profile and just want to maybe create a stronger personal brand for themselves, maybe it will open more doors for them within their existing op- a company that they work for, open up new opportunities, or maybe just introduce people to them that could make them just have even better, you know, relationships around the, the mm-hmm. work they're currently doing. Mm-hmm. What they, you know, so, so it takes me back to not writing your LinkedIn profile like a resume. Okay. Right. It's nobody really cares about you. They care about what you can do for them. So you can tell me that you, you know, are a um, project management and you got your, um, your certification and all the you know things around that. Or you can tell me about the projects that you love watching. Like maybe you're a project manager in construction mm-hmm. and you know, it's a school. And the first time you see the kids coming through the doors that you just imagined two years ago, you know, that's what lights you up. That tells me a story about you, that it's not just a job for you, that you've got emotion around this. Right. So those are the kinds of, I think that's what I see missing a lot in the corporate Mm-hmm. space is that people are writing it very tactical as opposed to from an emotional standpoint and nobody you know when you're starting to talk about the stories that come from the work that you do the successes you've seen yeah right that's what people that make that you're telling me about you but you're making it about me because if I'm looking to hire a project manager to bring my next building from dream to reality, mm-hmm. I love that I'm talking to somebody that that is telling me about her passion about bringing things from a dream to reality, right? Not just somebody that has the right things to check off on their resume, right? The right certifications and, you know, tools. So you can put all that in the, you know, in the experience section, but in your about section, tell me about all of that. And I think that that's not happening enough in the corporate space. So I want to make sure I understand this. So let's say, you know, I'm a, a marketing my past, my background is marketing. So I was a mm-hmm. marketing director at a big corp. And what I, what I recommend to people is not to put, don't tell me what your job description was. Tell me what you achieved, you know, yes. three or four points yeah. on your achievements. When you're talking yep. about your work experience, more specifically for the resume, mm-hmm. but when it comes to your LinkedIn profile, are you saying not to put your achievements and listen under work no. experience, but make it, make it more emotional? How are, what do you mean both. exactly about telling your I think story? both. I think your achievements, we absolutely want to see your achievements, but we yeah. want to see your achievements in a way, you know, like if you, you can say, you know, I, you know, you can say I tripled, um, I tripled my, my, Sales objective. You can right say, now. you know, sales objective. There you go. Right. Your quota, on your team or right. That's how far apart I am from corporate these days. Yeah. I tripled my quota. I tripled yeah. my sales objective. Yeah. And that tells me a story. But if you can yeah. say, I tripled my sales objective and that allowed the company to do this or this or this, yes. right? Now you're kind of showing me the impact of that. Yeah, the benefits. Like of your I want this, like, and the words that I like to use that I, that I think my clients probably can't stand hearing from me anymore is so that. Like what happened when you tripled your sales objective? What did that do for the company? Because again, telling me to triple your sales objective, I love that. But if I want to hire you, what does that do for me? Yeah, I get it. I know I can do the math. You tripled your sales objective. You did your job times three, right? But if you say, and that allowed, you know, that allowed us to bring two more support people into a team that was desperately lacking in inside sales support, right? Like that tells me that you are a team player and you're, and you understood the goals of the company, not just, you know, I made a lot of money because for the company, right? You understood the goals of the company. So tell me a little bit about the, so that, behind the, um, you know, the things that you're putting on your profile. So add and more of the benefits of exactly. what your achievements 
Exactly. Back to your achievements had specifically. Yeah. And when you get to the about section, what were you going to say specifically about how the about section can bring again, that emotion and that. Well, first of all, just, you know, I would say late summer, 2019, Mm -hmm. that section was changed from summary to about. Mm -hmm. So as a summary, it is cold and clinical, right? Like a summary of a book takes the book and brings it down to a thousand words. But about is more personal, right? So LinkedIn is asking us to be more personal. They're asking us, you know, that tell me about you. Mm -hmm. And for, you know, for those, if you do have any entrepreneurs listening, or if you know anything about digital marketing from a Mm -hmm. website perspective, very often the about page on your website is the most viewed page because people are nosy. We want to know about you. Tell me about you. I don't need to know your personal details that you don't want to share, but give me some human interesty type things. Tell me about what, you know, your work experience there, not like I went in at nine, I came at five and I was never late. I won the, you know, I won the, you know, never Best missed a day work order. Work. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, like that's a, all that's good. And certainly, you know, if you have a picture of yourself holding that award, by all means, show the picture. Right. Right. But, but humanize it. Tell me about your passion behind what you did. And I think that's, what's lacking most in the, in the corporate, um, profiles. Um, the other thing I think that people underestimate from the corporate perspective is, or maybe they over, they think they, they feel like they have to put the title that was on their business card in there. And it does, it's not, there's no LinkedIn police, nor am I asking you to make things up, but let's say you, I want you to think about like, what are people searching for that you want to come up as the search result? So let's say you are in corporate sales and you sell um, business phone systems, right? Or business voicemail systems or whatever. You can, your business card might say account executive, mm-hmm. but if you call yourself account executive dash, you know, Cisco voicemail specialist or Cisco voicemail evangelist mm-hmm. or something, mm-hmm. now you're feeding a link, a few extra keywords in there. So if somebody's going into LinkedIn and looking for somebody that's a specialist in Cisco voicemail, your profile is going to come up. Right. Okay. So I want you to think a little bit more creatively around what are people searching for on LinkedIn that you want to come up as the search result and use those words strategically throughout your profile. So if we make it practical, so I could say marketing director, and then you have one of those lines, marketing director, you know, innovative thinker. Um, I don't know. Right. But, uh, but again, who's leader. searching for innovative thinker? I don't know. Right? Whatever so, searching so, right. 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 So, right. Like I would, and I'm, and I'm pushing back on that, not to, not yeah, to yeah. do anything other than I want you, I want there to like, make sure that, make sure you understand we don't want corporate speak. We want, I want like, what are people going to search for? You know, and if they're going, you know, they're probably not searching for a CEO. They're probably not searching for an account executive, right? They're probably searching for, you know, um, maybe they're searching for a, you know, a, you know, um, you know, again, it's a specialist of some kind, right? Of, you know, and so what are you a specialist in? Tell us what you're a specialist in. Tell us what your company does, right? If you are in finance, you know, nobody, let's say that you're part of a, you know, you're in a finance company and you, you do, and I know that you have licenses, you finance people that says you can't do a lot of this stuff. You can't say a lot of this stuff, but like, if you say I'm a financial planner and I've got all these licenses and letters after my name and that's great, but you and a million other people do. But if you say I'm a financial planner and I help women over 50 create enough wealth to retire at 60, now I'm paying attention, right? Now I'm paying attention. And, and I'm, and if I look up financial planner for women, you're going to come up doesn't mean you can't help men, right? But you're going to come up in those searches. And that's what I mean about niching down and so really said, leaning into the niches that you're expert in. Okay. So if I said marketing director, 
And then, you know, stroke um, retail specialists. Yes. That's yes. more in line with what you're talking about. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. I had a woman recently that I was at a talk that I was at and she's, she's freelance, but yeah. um, she was like, I've just aged out of the market. If you're listening, I hope you don't mind me telling you, sorry, I won't tell your name. She's like, I just aged, aged out <laughs> of the market. And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, well, and I I'm always, I always push back on that a little bit. And she's mm-hmm. like, well, I'm in fashion. I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, I can understand that at a certain age, that could be an issue. And she's like, plus I'm in this like unicorn, you know, world. I'm like, well, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. She goes, well, I help. <laughs> My specialty is undergarments, specifically bras for full figured women. And I was like, oh my God, like, like, that's like my dream come true when you're that specific on what you're, what <laughs> right. you're, what you do. And I'm like, you, yeah. right. I'm like, you, you have no idea. I don't, people are there. It doesn't matter how old you are when you no. have that kind of a niche. That's right. right. Because you have the experience and they're going to be like, oh my gosh, we need to call this person because she, you know, you have a, let's say you have a line and you're going to expand it to more full figured women. Like you own that market then. Right. So that's what I want you to do. I want you to think about what is it that people come to you for over and over because that's what you're an expert in and lean into that. Okay. Um, And then start using those words on your profile. Okay. So let's summarize so far what we've got. We've got um, a title that is not just the title of the job that you have, but also include words that, that talk about what you specialize in or what your experience specialize in, whether that's something that you've done or what you're aspiring to be to some extent, as long as you've got some experience yes. behind you. As long as you're not making things up, right? as long as there's some authenticity right. to it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Then in the about section, it's about, you know, bringing your personality to life, talking about who you are, maybe your values, Mm -hmm. maybe a little bit about why you love what you love, a little bit more than just a clinical summary of what you do. And then we've got in the work experience section, you know, more achievements that talk about the achievements you've had and the impact those achievements have had. Yes. And make sure that you're using all the characters that LinkedIn gives you because you want to be feeding LinkedIn. You want to be coming up and, you know, you can, um, I will kind of walk you through this verbally, but hopefully your people, your, your people listening can follow. Mm -hmm. If you go to your LinkedIn profile and scroll down a little bit, there's a section there that says dashboard Mm -hmm. and everybody has that. You don't have to have a premium version. Mm -hmm. And there's three things. I don't remember what the the three things are, but the one on the, all the way to the right is um, how many times you've come up in search appearances. So number one, you're coming up in search appearances if there's anything other than zero there, right? Mm -hmm. So now you have the opportunity to kind of look at that number and see if you can like gamify it and see if you can make it grow, right? But so, and because that's coming up, these are not people that are putting your name in. These are people that are looking for things that you do and your profile's coming up. Right. But what's really cool is if you click that number, mm-hmm. it actually opens up another interface. And if you scroll to the bottom of that, it thinks that, I think it tells you what your, who your searchers work for, what they do, and then what keywords you were found for. Now you can't micromanage that, but you can keep an eye on it. It changes every week. You can keep an right. eye on it to see if it's starting to move in the right direction. And that happens with the kinds of activity you're doing right. on LinkedIn, kinds of thing in your profile. And you can see that number may be growing and now you can start to, you know, that's what I mean about taking control yeah. of your personal brand. And oh, I'm all about taking are, control over here. Right. And people <laughs> are checking you out. They are, yeah. they definitely are checking you out. If you're going into a meeting, you know, and there's five people in the meeting, you can be sure at least two of those people have pulled up your LinkedIn profile. Absolutely. And I think you also said something just now about keywords, even if you can see what keywords you are being found for, but what keywords do you want to be found for? That's a great place to start and make sure you're peppering those throughout your your summary, your work achievements, and and depending on how important it is, even your title, right? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about, um, there's all this other stuff on your LinkedIn profile, right? There's all these things like awards and experiences and, you know, volunteer and all this other stuff that's on there. What do you recommend people focus on? Well, I think, I think you need to think about what's relevant. I wouldn't worry too much about, um, what's right or wrong because there's no one right or wrong way to do it. I think if it feels relevant, like, listen, if you speak one language, don't put that you speak one language because it's not relevant. Nobody, you know, everybody speaks one language, right? (laughs) But if you, you know, but, and if you've done some really, that's true. That's true. Uh, um, But, you know, if you've done some really cool projects, include the projects. If you've been published and that does not have to be in a book, by the way, if you've been in a magazine or you've done a guest post for somebody or guest blog, that's a publication, Mm -hmm. add that. Mm -hmm. Right. So use those as you want. Um, I wouldn't overthink that, but what I would think about are two sections that we haven't talked about. And that is, um, recommendations. Okay. Recommendations. So valuable. If you're working on a project with somebody and they say, Oh my gosh, it was such a pleasure to work with you. You made it so easy, blah, blah, blah. Your next words to them should be, would you mind popping that into my LinkedIn profile as a recommendation? Because that would be really helpful to me. Mm -hmm. You know, 99 out of a hundred times, they wish they thought of that first. They're right. happy to do that. Um, and now you're also starting to build build like real credibility, not right. just, you know, when somebody asks you for references, they know you handpicked them. But when you can say, well, go to my LinkedIn profile, there's 20 there. You can feel free to contact any of those people. Mm-hmm. And not only do they know that they're people that you sent them to, but they can click through on their profile to see how credible they are. Right. That is really powerful in creating a brand. Um, and the other thing is, those endorsements, you know, those skills that you were used to be endorsed right. by people you don't know for things you don't do, right? That's right. LinkedIn's LinkedIn's getting better at that. Mm-hmm. You can reorder them. You can pull the three you want to be to be your top skills to okay. the top, and that also feature keywords, yeah. right? That also feature <laughs> keywords. Mm-hmm. So make sure those are keywords. Make sure all of your keywords are are chosen as as things there that you know that that skills that you're an expert in, and you know, be really generous with endorsing other people because what, what, what happens then is people tend to endorse you back. That's right. And now you're feeding those keywords even more and LinkedIn's bringing your profile up even more. And the beautiful thing about everything we've talked about so far, Malice, it's almost all of it, like 90% of it is all done up front. You know, it's not like you do, this is not going to take up all of your time all day long, all week long, every week. It's like, I need to spend a couple days or a couple hours or, you know what I mean? Do something to get this all done up front so that I can now leverage it moving forward. Right. So let's come back to recommendations for a second. So, you know, is there a right number? Is there a right number per job? Is there a right number overall? No. What do you recommend to people? The, on no, that? the more the better. I mean, I don't think there's a right number at all. Why not get as many as you can? Yeah. You know, um, I think that it's, I think it's really powerful. Yeah. And I, you know, you, there is a built-in ask for a recommendation, which you certainly can use that, but also be strategic about who you're recommending. Maybe, you know, maybe you worked on a project like, I mean, Mel, I'll use this as an example. I can go in later and write a recommendation and say, I was on Mel's podcast and she was such a great host, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then you're going to look at it and go, damn, I got to write a recommendation to Karen now that she was yeah. a good guest. Right. Yeah. So like, so think about that. Like, think about who have you worked with and even right. on a micro level, it doesn't have to be, you know you're not going to get a recommendation from me unless I've at, you've at least done something to earn it. Right. Right. But, but, if, but if you, if you got a free, you know um, you know, a free PDF from somebody and you got so much value out of that, 
you can go in and write recommendations for those people, you know, right. and, and, you know, so be generous with giving recommendations and that also that, that tends to bring them to you as well. Yeah. And especially, you know, and you might want to look at it if you're getting, if it's very lopsided, like my LinkedIn recommendations are lopsided on speaking mm-hmm. because I do a lot of speaking and, you know, I often like joke, like, feel free to write me one if you need to practice. Right. And I, right. and so I have a lot of recommendations for that. So sometimes I have to reach out to some of my clients and say, could you do me a favor and write me a recommendation mm-hmm. on LinkedIn? Because it's, you know, I need a little bit more juice on this part of my business. And they're right. always happy to do it. Right. So don't hesitate to do that, especially if you can provide them value or maybe write them one in return. Right. And have you, would you recommend, like sometimes I've seen this work with uh, even reference letters, like I'll write it for you and you can tell me yes. if you like it and then just post yes. it. I mean, Absolutely. if that's what it takes, cause there's a lot of people yeah. that are busy. They want to do it. Their heart's in the right place. Absolutely. They yes. just don't get around to doing it. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And I would do it. I would do it on a individual case basis. Yeah. You know, somebody had asked me one time to put it in my course, you know, right. I'm like, you know what, if you have like five recommendations that all say the same thing, it, they cancel each other out. Like mm-hmm. they all need to be personalized, right? So, but absolutely write it and give them some, some some suggestions on things they want to say. Frankly, if you want a recommendation from me, you know better than I do what what's valuable to you. That's right. If I'm not comfortable saying something you said, I'll edit it and take that out, you know, and right. put something else in. Okay, great. So recommendations as much as you can ongoing and then skill sets. You can go in there. Would you say they were called now? They're not skills anymore. They're, they're, they are school. They're still, okay. school. they're still skills endorsements. Okay. You can Endorsement. be endorsed for, you can be endorsed for your skills. Right. And so you said you could prioritize them in terms of what you want mm-hmm. to be known for. Exactly. Definitely. I'm going in to do that because I haven't been into my LinkedIn profile in uh, yes. months now. Yes. Um, yeah. And the about thing is really exciting too. I'm going to go and change that as well. So I'm excited about yeah. that. So is there anything else that you think people really, um, you know, when you're looking at profiles could really focus on doing better? You know, I think we've covered so much. Okay. Um, I, I think that I just want to kind of, especially for your corporate career people, mm-hmm. I want to remind them that, you know, there's so many ways to leverage LinkedIn and your LinkedIn profile that yeah. may not necessarily be job related. And what I'm, what I mean by that is like, who writes in the media about the kinds of things that you're an expert in? Right. And are you building relationships with them? Right. Are you going to your local online magazine in your field and going to the search bar and typing in what you're an expert in? Like in my case, I type in the word LinkedIn and anybody that writes about LinkedIn, I'm going to want to connect with them. Right. I want to be I want them in my world because if you are the employee for the company that's getting quoted in magazines and newspapers and being interviewed on podcasts for the things you're expert in, it immediately elevates your brand. And it's so easy because media is 24 seven. Now journalists need news 24 seven. They need us, right? They need us. So when you've done the work on the profile, I want you to think big with when you're building your network, think beyond, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm old enough to remember the gatekeeper, right? Like if you're in sales, you had to get through the gatekeeper. (laughs) Now you don't have to get through the gatekeeper anymore, right? We can go Mm -hmm. top down. So think big do mm-hmm. it don't don't annoy people like provide them value like if you want to connect with a journalist in your area that is a well-known journalist schmooze them share their articles right you know like sh- you know like say you guys all need to listen to this interview by this guy you know and 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 then connect with them and provide value to them and they're gonna accept your connection request and potentially now you're on their radar you know maybe you can get some of that media juice as well and that is 
hugely valuable. And that's another thing I think gets overlooked a lot in the corporate market is the value of, of showing up as an expert, not just in your, and it could be your trade journals. It doesn't have to be NBC, right? Right. right. It could be trade journals, but don't make no mistake about it. It absolutely can be NBC as well. And right. I've seen it happen, you know, time and time again. Right. You know what? I'm, I haven't done a lot of public speaking, but I applied for a TEDx and I got it. So yeah. why not just apply? Absolutely. You don't have to yeah. start at the bottom just because you haven't done something. Absolutely. I've, I've done public speaking, but not it, like more in my corporate life, not in my right. entrepreneur. Right. So, you know, do whatever you want to do, apply for it, try for it. I think the headline, like what you're saying is, yes, your profile is important. Yes. You want to make some, take some time, a few hours to make sure that you set the foundation for that. But utilizing LinkedIn on an ongoing basis can really help you build your overall career. Absolutely. Right. And, and, and if the profile's not done, none of this other stuff's going to work. So okay. you've got to do the profile stuff. Right. Because if you look like everyone else, no one's going to, you're not going to stand out. But if you don't look like everyone else, if you really create a space for you in the world and stand out like a, you know, um, I, it was just referred to me recently. Somebody said something like, you know, it's a chicken and egg thing. You know, you think that they were hired as a speaker because of their, you know, because they've got influence, but really they've got influence because they were standing on the stage as a speaker. Right. Right. So what you've got to do is create the influence for yourself and then the gigs will come. Right. So be, build the foundation as you're saying, and then use LinkedIn. I mean, I definitely don't use it to network enough. And it's something that's on my mind and something that I'm making a priority mm -hmm. in this last quarter of the year to start really doing that. But not only reaching out to potential people that you want to be connected to, to, you know, become a, um, as you say, like an influencer in your industry, um, but connecting with people that you haven't seen in a while, reaching out, getting people, getting yep. top of mind with the right people in your industry. Yes. Writing articles like, you know, link, writing articles on LinkedIn is easy, right? Just mm -hmm. write 500 yep. words on something you believe in. But what I always say to people too is, you know, go into your point. If, if in your industry, if there's a trade publication, there, everyone's always looking for content. Write a few things, share it yep. on LinkedIn, show that you are an influencer in your industry. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, when you're thinking about connecting, think about like the next conference you're going to. Yeah. You're going, are there speakers you're going there to see? Connect with them ahead of time and say, hey, I'm looking forward to seeing your talk at the blah, blah, blah conference next month. And I'm a speaker. I probably get in front of, you know, tens of thousands of people every year. And it happened. And I teach LinkedIn for heaven's sake. And right. I think I might get five LinkedIn connection requests a year based on that. You know, people mm -hmm. saying, Hey, I'm looking forward to hearing your talk. Now, when you go to that conference, you're, you're, you're multiplying the value of it because you're showing up already building relationships with some of the most influential people there. Yeah. And if you're a speaker, like why not connect yeah. with the other speakers Absolutely. as well? A great thing Absolutely. to do. expand your network yeah. that way as well. There are so many ways to use LinkedIn. Like if, if you are serious about, you know, being, I always say my, my big um, message to people is about taking control of your career, you know, being yes. forefront, being proactive versus passive about your career. Mm -hmm. And so I'm someone who's taking control of my career and LinkedIn is one of my tools to do that. And I know it's not, the same all the time, but what's like, how much time should I spend on LinkedIn every week? You know what? You have to take the time up front to create the profile and the strategy. But right. then if you spent a half, if you put a half hour on your calendar a couple of times a week, mm -hmm. it's, it's going to be, you're going to, you're going to be calling me up in a couple of months going, why didn't I do this sooner? Yeah. <laughs> it's not that much time. Right. It's literally about, you know, being, being consistent about 
connecting with people. And I'm talking about five to 10 people a week, not a hundred people. I don't want you to be spamming people like every, like you're seeing a lot of, right? Five to 10 people a week, as warm as you possibly can make that connection. Mm -hmm. Cherry pick, don't connect with people that aren't going to be a huge value to you. Find, if you belong to a chamber of commerce, go through the directory, find Mm -hmm. the five or 10 people that could totally blow up your career and connect with them, right? Um, And say, hey, we're both members of the chamber. Nice tight, warm connection, right? You'll probably get them on the phone soon. Yeah. So don't connect with everybody. Be really specific. It doesn't take that long. Yeah. And then, you know, what will happen, what's happened to me and what happens to most of my private clients is at some point when you get active there, my LinkedIn inbox is currently like more, I'm on that more than I'm on my actual email inbox mm-hmm. because, because it's all where the business is. Like that's all business, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's hugely valuable. That's amazing. I I really need to dig into LinkedIn. So now let's say I'm starting not from scratch, but I want to redo what I've got. I'm ready to take LinkedIn seriously. Where should I start? We'll start with your profile. And lucky, luckily, I've got lots of support for that. Lots of free support. I have a podcast called Good Girls Get Rich. So mm-hmm. you can. there's lots of episodes on Good Girls Get Rich about yes. different sections of your profile. Um, but I'll link to that in the show notes as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've also got starting October 28th of 2019. And if you're listening to this after that, there should be a waitlist page on there for the next one. Mm -hmm. We're running a live five day LinkedIn profile challenge, October 28th to November 1st, where we're literally going to be working with everybody that joins this challenge Mm -hmm. to help them create, get their profile done in a week. Um, we have, we're going to open a pop-up Facebook group for it. It's going to be, I'm going to be in there every day. My team's going to be in there. I'm going to be in there with trainings and Mm -hmm. tips and recordings. And, um, it's, we're working on it right now. It's It's going to be really, it's going to be amazing. So I would rec, I would love to have you join me there. And, you know, at the end of the day, after a week, you'll have like LinkedIn profile done off of your you know, off of your to-do list. Right. And you can focus on leveraging LinkedIn. So I believe that's at linkedinprofilechallenge.com, right? That's right. Okay. So I'm going to put that in the show notes as well. Now, if I'm someone who's ready with my profile and I'm ready to take the next step in terms of how to leverage LinkedIn, what can you recommend? Well, connect with me and I'm happy to, you know, give you a quick little strategy session. Um, But, you know, we've we've got strategy packages anywhere from an hour to a couple months where we work with people to help them put a plan in place. But really the next piece of it really is the strategy. Now what, right? Are you, you know, and and it is about that micro-targeted connecting and Mm -hmm. the following up on those connections to actually get on the phone with them. You know, when I, depending on the length of time I get to work with people, um, my goal is always to have them have one of those clients by the time we're done with our engagement. Right. Because I think once you learn how to do it, you can keep doing it, right? So it's really about putting a strategy in place, tweaking the strategy until you land that client or right. that job or that, you know, that media placement. And then now you know how to do it again, right? Yeah. Right, you've already got the skill set. That's fantastic. Yeah. This is, I think people underestimate the power of LinkedIn. And when it comes to taking control of your career, I'm so jazzed about LinkedIn right now. It's like all I think. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I'm going to be reaching out to you too for a little bit of, of cool. support. Absolutely. And you know what? Why not join the, the challenge? I mean, it's yes. a great way to work with other people to get your profile where you want it to be, right? Yep. And we're doing it live. So that why, so therefore it is coming down after those five days. So, right. you know, put some time on your calendar so that you, you've got a little bit of time, maybe a half hour a day for that week. Um, get the work done. And, you know, if we were writing your profile, it is, 
you know, it's a whole lot more money than free. Let me just tell you that. (laughs) So um, because we, because we do spend a lot of time on your keywords and your positioning and everything else. So, um, take advantage of that. And of course, you know, you can always connect with me. I'd love for you to connect with me. Tell me you heard me on the show. And, um, if you want me to take a look at your profile, give you some feedback, let me know when you're, I don't, give feedback to everyone that connects with me. So yeah. tell me in the connection request, you'd like a little feedback because you heard me on this show and I'm happy to do that as well. Oh, Karen, that's amazing. Thank you so much for that. Any last brilliant quick tips or anything that you want to share with anyone before we close down on this? You know what? No, other than I want you to be in a place when you're creating all of this, I want you to be in a place where like you're feeling a little bit like, can I really say this about myself? When you're there, that's when you hit save. If it's yeah. easy to hit, if it's easy to hit save, then you probably haven't gone strong enough in telling the world how amazing you are. That's right. That's right. If it's too easy, you're not pushing yourself hard enough. Exactly. I want you yeah, a little bit outside your comfort zone when yep. you're pushing. When that's you're pushing the trick. Save. That's the trick in life, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the trick in life, and it's the trick in LinkedIn. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I really appreciate this. Appreciate you. Oh, my pleasure. It was fun to be here with you. All right. Good. Thanks so much, Karen. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. What did I tell you? Wasn't that amazing? Is she an evangelist for LinkedIn or what? Definitely someone who is super passionate about what she does. I've learned so much from this particular interview. I hope you did too. Leave any questions that you have in the show notes. And again, the address for the show notes is thecareerreset.com forward stroke zero eight. Okay, and while you're there, make sure you sign up for Karen's LinkedIn challenge at the LinkedInProfileChallenge.com. And then, you know what? Head over and check out Karen's podcast too. I'm definitely heading over there because there's a lot that I could do with networking that I know she talks a lot about that on her podcast as well. So that's it for this week. Thank you so much for joining me and I will see you next time. Bye for now. If you're someone who's looking to go after your want to career, but you have some questions, then I'm going to give you some options right now. First, open up your email right now on your computer or on your phone and type in this email address, mel at thecareerreset.com. That's my personal email. And then in the subject line, I want you to type, I want more. Okay, tell me a little bit about your situation or ask me a question and me or someone on my team will get back to you. Number two, if you're ready to start figuring out your next career move, then check out my free quick start program called Make Your Move. It's essentially an eight day mini course delivered to your inbox to help you get clear on your career. And you can check that out at thecareerreset.com. And number three, subscribe to this podcast for new content each week to help you take back control of your career so you can build your want to career that gives you meaning and purpose and still pays the bills. No matter what, the path to your want to career starts with you taking action. And there's no better time than right now because your life deserves a career you love. I'll talk to you next time. Bye for now.